Hey, it's springtime, and that means pollen and allergies for many of us. That's why we have our Air Doctor air purifier running right now. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air. Indoor air pollutants can cause sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. That's why we rely on our Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code CALM and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Our podcast listeners also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code CALM. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you ever have situations in which... Chaos is just breaking out all over your home, right? It's noisy. The kids are squabbling. There's stuff all over the place. Or maybe you have a child who is melting down, usually over something small and seemingly insignificant, right? And it's frustrating. And so you rush into the situation to fix it, and it usually makes it worse. Today, I want to give you a tool, strategy, an action step, just one. I want you to work on this this week because it will completely change those situations, stop the power struggles, and it'll break some nasty patterns that we all have from our childhood. So that is what we're going to talk about on today's episode of the Calm Parenting Podcast. So welcome. This is Kirk Martin, founder of Celebrate Calm. You can find us at CelebrateCalm.com. If you need help, reach out to our strong-willed son, Casey. And I was about to say, well, he was the one who created chaos in our home, but that's not true. I'm the one who created chaos. My responses, my reactions to Casey created chaos. And the the number one thing that changed our family life was not changing our son. It was me changing myself, getting control of my own emotions so that I didn't escalate everyday situations. So Casey gets this because he lived all of this. He is like your strong-willed child because he's a strong-willed young man. It's Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, at CelebrateCalm.com. Tell us about your family, ages of the kids. What are you struggling with? We get together as a family. We talk about it, and then we will reply back to you personally with practical, helpful tips. Why? Because that's what we do. We want to help you. If you ever need anything, if you want to book us for a live event, because we're traveling a lot uh, now uh, for live events, or if you need help with our products, uh, uh, even need help financially, reach out to Casey. He lives, look, he's like all of your kids. He wasn't that great when he was in our home, but he was awesome for other adults. So take advantage of that. So here's the situation, and I want you to do this. Next time your child's melting down, really upset, sibling squabbling, there's chaos in your home, I want you to try and practice one thing. I want you to literally 
just sit in the midst of the chaos and meltdown without trying to fix the situation, without trying to change your child, without trying to make it better. I want you to sit in the midst of the chaos and meltdown without trying to fix it. So just sit with your legs crossed, without emotion, observing. Release yourself from the impulse, the need, for some of you the compulsion to fix your child and fix the situation so that the noise and chaos and meltdowns go away. And here's why this is critically important for you to do. Number one, it allows the situation to play out and fix itself sometimes, right? Without you jumping in and escalating things because we go in and we start talking a lot. And when kids are upset, they're not rational. Talking is rational. Using lots of words provokes your kids to anger. Is that not true? You've seen it before. So I want to prevent you from provoking your kids to anger and escalating. Number two, instead of trying to convince your child that everything's okay so that you can move on with your day, you actually listen and problem solve and get to the root. Because how many times do we just try to put out the fire, right, so we can keep completing items on our parenting agenda, right? It's almost like we're saying, hey, enough with all that emotion stuff right now. I've got boxes to check off because I'm on this parenting project where I'm trying to be the best parent I can be, and I got a long list of stuff I got to get done. And your little emotions and your meltdowns and this chaos and all this stuff just getting in the way of what I'm trying to accomplish, right? That's kind of what we're saying sometimes. So I don't need to convince my child. In fact, I'll just encourage you, stop convincing other people of anything. It doesn't work, right? And so you control yourself instead. Number three, when both parents rush in the room, what happens? You usually trigger each other because you're not on the same page. And now three people are upset instead of just one. And your child's looking at you like, I get why I'm upset because I'm a little kid. But why are you two grown-ups freaking out all around me? See, that escalates things as well. Number four, you are breaking that caretaker pattern that compels you to help and fix everyone else, usually at your own expense. I'm talking to you, my, my dear uh, social workers, nurses, teachers, uh, anyone in the helping professions, most of you have a caretaker pattern that you learned from childhood. You started taking care of everybody else and ignoring yourself, right? You know how that works. Look, some of that is very noble. You're giving, caring people. But you go too far and then you become responsible for everybody's happiness, everybody's moods. And, and then you don't take care of yourself, so you end up becoming resentful, right? Moms, dads, you are not responsible for everybody else, everybody else's happiness or their moods. You're not responsible for making sure every situation goes perfectly. A lot of moms have struggled with this. Why? Because you are married to a man who comes home and gets upset at what the kids do. So now you're managing your kids' behavior. Kids, pick everything up, pick everything up. Because dad's on the way home. He doesn't like when there's mess on the floor, especially if you're married to an engineer, project manager kind of person, right? They don't like that disorder. It freaks them out. And now you're managing your kids' emotions, and now you're managing your spouse's emotions, trying to hold it all together. And that'll lead to adrenal fatigue, and that will lead to resentment. 
after all I do for everybody around here and nobody ever takes care of me, right? So you've got to internalize this truth that you're not responsible for fixing everything and making sure everything goes smoothly. Or you will end up either being resentful or you'll control everyone else. They won't like that. And you get resentful when your kids or your spouse doesn't respond the way you want them to. Because watch, and, and watch this part of it. There's a lot of guys I work with. This is what we're really saying. Your mood makes me really uncomfortable. So cut it out and change your mood so that I can be happy, right? That is, that is a very common guy thing with it. That's why we say like, oh, honey, there's no need to be upset. Oh, you're just overreacting. It's because your mood makes me really uncomfortable. So I want you to stop that. Stop how you're feeling so that I'm not uncomfortable, right? Maturity, and that's why I encourage you to go Go through the programs, go through Calm Couples University so you learn not to control each other as spouses and you learn how to look at your wife and say, look, if you, if, if you want to be in a bad mood, right? If you, if you just want to be upset, look, I can normalize it. Look, you should be upset, right? You should be overwhelmed, honey. We have three children and you're married to me. I get it. If you want to be in that, I'm completely comfortable with that. Look, if you, if you want to come and talk to me, preferably at halftime, I'd love to listen to you, but I don't have to fix it. I don't need to make you feel better. I don't need to change your mood for my sake. Does that make sense? It's not that I don't care about other people. I do. I want other people to be happy. I want to be giving and kind and selfless, but that's different than me trying to make other people be happy for my own sake right? So you're breaking. So by sitting in the midst of a situation and observing without trying to fix it, you're beginning to break that pattern that compels you at all. Look, you can't do a family get together without you managing everything and make sure everybody's happy. Who brings that? Who brings that? It's exhausting. Number five, you are purposefully exposing yourself to something that triggers you. So this is triggering. Your kids are melting down. They're noisy. They're loud. It's irritating. I get it. It triggers you. So you're purposefully going in and sitting there. So you're exposing yourself to something that triggers you so that you can be annoyed by it, but then not triggered to react. Does that make sense? You're practicing this. You're sitting in it. So it's like, okay, that's annoying. It's really bothering me but I'm not going to allow this to trigger me so that I lecture, yell, and try to fix it. You sit in it and you begin to realize, I can handle this. I don't have to fix it. I can actually experience peace in the midst of this thing that used to drive me crazy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number six, when you slow your world down inside, and that's a big part of this, right? And that's why sitting is helpful. It automatically slows you down. You observe. You begin to see the situation more clearly. Look, the whole goal of being calm is not to be calm. 
That's not the end goal. People are always emailing, well, I was calm. I was like, being calm is a tool. It, it, it is part of the process we get in order to see more clearly, in order to not react and escalate everything, right? It's not the end goal. It's a means to calming the situation, to seeing it more clearly so you can identify the root of the issue. Because most of the time, we rush in and we react to the outward behavior or the outward manifestation of what's really going on inside. The easiest one is anxiety. Your kids have anxiety over going to new places. It's going to manifest as, no, I'm not going. Taekwondo stupid, you're stupid. Well, the real issue there isn't the defiance of disrespectful words. It's the anxiety that's triggering that. So when I can identify the root of the issue, I can actually help my child. See, most meltdowns are not rational anyway. They're irrational. And that's why talking it through often makes it worse. Meltdowns happen when kids feel out of control, which is why we often give them something concrete, something tangible, something they can manipulate in their hands so that they feel in control of something in that moment. That helps them calm down. Number seven, sitting down changes your tone of voice. So you can stay very even. You're not pleading. You're not asking them. You're not being too sweet, right? You're also not threatening and yelling. You can acknowledge your child's frustration with intensity, but no emotion. Of course you're upset. You know, if I were you, I'd be really frustrated too. See, sometimes that intensity is reassuring and calming. And then you can give your child a tool to calm down. You can give them space. You can problem solve. Give them something they're in control of. Or you just let it play out. Number eight, and one of the most important ones to me is this. You're sending this message. When your world is out of control, mine's not. I can help you no matter what you are going through. See, then you become the safe place for your child, for your teenager, no matter what they're going through. And you are modeling for them how to handle disappointment and frustration. When you begin to learn how to control yourself, it is the greatest lecture you can ever give your child because they will see you in everyday situations not freaking out, controlling yourself. That is huge. That's what we're after. See, this will help stop the power struggles. This, there's no blame or guiltness. I believe that we, as parents, provoke about 75% of the power struggles because of our own anxiety, because of our own control issues, our own perfectionism, all the junk we brought from childhood. That provokes kids to anger and provokes power struggles and makes them escalate. See, this will help you stop those. And it'll break those unhealthy generational patterns of controlling and trying to fix everybody else, which makes everybody unhappy. And you will build a trusting relationship with your child. That's what we want. Look, I, I, this is why I encourage you. If you want to make changes at last, listen to the Calm Parenting Package. You'll get the Everything Package, but go through it. You will go through the 30 Days to Calm, which shows you how to calm yourself how to get control of yourself so that you can sit in the midst of all the chaos without trying to fix everybody else. It will change every aspect of your life in every relationship, not just with your kids. And you go through the mom's program, you learn how to be assertive and speak up for yourself and not be a pushover. And you go through the dad's program, you learn how to lead with calm, confident authority. And we teach you how to discipline, actually teach your kids in the moment, stop to find, to motivate your kids and everything else. Sibling issues, screens, it's all in there. So if you need help with that, go to celebratecalm.com or email Casey at celebratecalm.com. We want to help you. So 
Love you all. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for sharing it with others. Um, Please let us know if we can help you because that's what we exist to do. Thanks so much. Love you all. Bye-bye.